Have you guys heard that saying, we don't tell you what you want to hear, we tell you what you need to hear? Well, this podcast is the perfect example of that. It's going to be a heavy one, but it's going to really help you, so stay tuned. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and I cannot think of a better person to have on the podcast for this specific subject. Really, you're becoming like my favorite podcasting person too, Brad. But Brad, thank you for coming on and uh, talking to me about this today. So glad to be here. This is always fun. And you know what I like about podcasting with you? It's just kind of like we're just talking, you know, just hanging out and talking and talking about cool stuff, though, that helps other people and it makes it more fun. Well, I've now, every time we're together, I always bring my notebook because I always have something that I need to take notes on and to write down ideas that we get and ways that we can say things and different podcast ideas and things we need to bring to our community or, or things we need to bring to you guys. And uh, this is definitely no exception. And I think that people kind of know who you are, but just in case, please, would you introduce yourself for the community? Hey, guys, my name is Brad Pickett, born in Idaho on a potato farm. Uh, serial entrepreneur. No, I don't make cereal, but I am a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> uh, just always worked for myself, always been um, someone that uh, likes to create businesses and run businesses and mainly in real estate, do a lot of real estate. I own a land company. I do multifamily coaching, uh, zerodownapartments.com. And, but during doing all of that, I've learned as an entrepreneur that you really need to have your mindset in place. So I love to learn stuff. I love to read and I love to study different religions and why we're here and all that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of a student of life, I guess. People ask me, what's your hobby, Brad? And I'm like, well, probably, you know, I had to think about that. Like, what do I spend time doing that I enjoy? And I, and this may sound weird to some people, but I enjoy learning. I enjoy taking on new information and, you know, just kind of out of all the different things that I look at and read, I kind of pull together the data and come up with my own theories, right? And learn it and just kind of grow that as I go. So that's that's what I enjoy doing in life. I know that personally, uh, I I don't do well with mindset. And it when I met you, I realized that you really have a great grasp on mindset coaching and I learned from you and that's how the ship got started. The ship got started because you helped me yep. out of something that I was really um, struggling with. And we teamed up and we're trying to bring you guys the message of hope and healing as well. But today, ooh, I, I got to tell you, Brad, I'm just a little bit, well, I'm the one that asked you to podcast with me. So I don't know why I'm so apprehensive about it, but I think that's because I'm just feeling the resistance and I don't want to talk about it and I don't want to know the truth and I don't want to face the truth. And so I'm facing the truth right now, but I have been divorced now for two years and, you know, we don't want to, and I take full responsibility for what happened. There are two sides to every story, but yes. I don't want to repeat the mistakes that I made moving forward. And so 
and I know that, you know, I mean, we have the tendency to just stay in our ruts and we just stick with what's comfortable. We stick with what we know. And I don't want to be that way. I want to change. I want to, I want to learn and I want to move forward and I don't want to repeat the same mistakes and I want it to be better next time around. I want to be the kind of person that I I know I can be and I, I don't want to mess up again. And so in a, while on this quest of trying to figure out where I went wrong and how to not repeat the same mistake, I learned, well, Christy, you don't get to choose how someone loves you. You get to choose if you want to participate in the way that someone loves you. Ooh. Yeah, that's a, it's an interesting thing, right? So this is a, a big, a big topic guys. And I often refer to it as the relationship policy, right? So we have to start out by talking about love, right? Because love is like the universal solvent. It's beautiful. It's creation. It's it's really probably one of the most important things on this earth. And when you think about love, you really can't define it, right? You can't. It's different for everybody. It's different in every situation. It's probably maybe the most dynamic word that we have in the English language. What does it mean? It means different things for every single person. People experience it differently. And it's it's just so, I guess, dynamic. It's it's a different experience for each person. And when we think about that, and you think about how vast and amazing love is and how love created the universes, how love created, you know, we God loves us. We love God. We love each other, you know, most of the time. You just think about how, expansive and unlimited love is but then here's where we make a mistake as humans is we come in and we try to put conditions on something that is infinite and that is the crux of what we want to talk about today because when you condition love you're literally like kate it's almost like taking a wild animal out of the wild and putting it in a cage and calling it your pet just so that you can watch it and pet it. You know what I mean? It's like love is wild, guys. Love is something that doesn't need conditions. And so when we we go into these agreements and these contracts, you know, and, you know, I want to start out by saying I'm all for monogamy and I'm not against marriage. I'm, I'm against marriage the way the state does it. Like if I, um, I believe marriage should be done between two individuals and, you know, maybe their pastor or something, but the licensing with the state, that's a whole nother subject. I won't get into that. But the point is, is what we're doing is we're putting conditions on something that is unconditional, right? So that is a recipe for disaster. And you and I talked about this a while back, that the relationship fallacy, that was pretty eye-opening to me. And it answered and it, um, it put into words a lot of things that I've felt, but have been conditioned to um, yeah. to be, to feel opposite of, you know, I, I don't, I don't like, I mean, <laughs> my people know, you know, when we, when I go places, I don't, I want to drive myself. I don't want to be trapped into a situation where I have no escape. I don't want to be boxed in. I don't want to, I don't want the obligation of things. And there's so much obligation that goes along with traditional relationships, traditional marriage. And I, and to, to hear, um, to hear about the relationship policy and, and to really finally realize, gosh, I'm not crazy. And I don't, I, I have no problem with more of a free type of a love. I don't want to. And again, I don't, I, we're not saying that we're not, we're not, 
implying anything that I know you guys might be wondering, but more of a like let's let's just let this kind of evolve the way it evolves and let's not try to put it in a box and and but people do they put they immediately put the love in a box and and it's got rules and it's got boundaries and it's got limitations and if you and it just you know they they get on each other's case and uh you they are mean to each other and and the whole relationship ends up being just keeping that other person in that box and getting mad when they get you know and it just gets to be a big mess yeah i think the best way to explain this is with love you should be doing it because you want to not because you have to right and that goes for your partner as well we all want the same things in a relationship guys we want someone to treat us well we want them not to talk say bad things about to us not be hurtful with their words you know to be have fidelity to you know take out the garbage whatever it is simple things we all have our wants and needs and there's nothing wrong with that but as soon as we make these rules and we say look if you do this then it's over you know or if you do that then it's over so what you're doing unconsciously and like christy said it comes from our upbringing we're basically saying yes i will love you forever as you're doing your vows but unless and then there's all the fine print or as they say the uh yada yada right like all this stuff that like goes in the contract like yeah i love you forever but read the fine print if you ever you know decide not to take out the garbage for 10 years in a row if you ever cheat on me if you ever do this if you ever do that then it's not real love so my point is, is by putting rules on love, you're basically trying to cage that wild, beautiful thing. And what happens when you resist something is you actually bring it into fruition. So, for example, if someone is like knows that someone's cheating on them, they're like, I just know he's cheating on me. Guess what? He ends up cheating and he might not have even been a cheater. Right. What I'm trying to say is what you resist comes to the front. So the opposite is you tell your loved one, you say, you know what? I want the absolute best for you regardless. And what happens when you do that is you get the opposite effect. So it's like you have this wild exotic bird that we're using as the analogy for love and you bring it, you know, it's like a, a super cool bird, like a macadoo or something. And you bring it out of the wild and you put it in this cage and you close the door and you say, we're married. You can't go fly around. You can't go do anything that you want to do. And the bird's like, I mean, I love you, but I like to fly around, you know, and what happens is if you actually open that cage up and you say, you can do whatever you want to do, and I want you to be happy, that bird will go do what it wants, you know, and it'll come back and it'll be like, you know what, because you're not putting rules on me. I actually want to stay here. And guys, that's what true love that most people never experience is. It's when two people come together and they say, I just love you and want the best for you. If the best thing for you is to, you know, you meet this cowboy and you've wanted a cowboy for your whole life and you, oh my God, this guy ticks every single box and, and he's just going to make you so happy and you can go live on the ranch and you can have everything that you dreamed of since a childhood. Well, if I love you, then, and that's really what you want, then you should go, right? It's when you, I say you can't go that that desire grows inside the other person. And if I say you can go, Maybe you think about it. Maybe you, you know, explore it partially or whatever. And then you, you're just like, you know what? There's something. And this is the weird thing, guys. This is going to be hard to put into words, but it's a paradox. The thing about it is, is when you give someone their freedom, they come back to you. You know, if you love something, set it free. And when it comes back, it's like, 
I don't have to stay here. I'm here because I want to be here. And at that point, you have an amazing relationship. That way, when you're taking out the garbage, it's not because your wife's nagging at you. It's because you care about her, right? And so when we put the conditions on love, when we put conditions on something infinite, something beautiful, something that created the world, and we try to put it in a box and we put all these little disclaimers under it, it, what's the right word? It it's, uh, vilifies it. It makes it something unnatural, right? It's no longer natural when you do that to it. So at that point, it can't naturally be what it's supposed to be. So how do you solve that? You let the person be whoever they want to be. And that's good for several reasons, because if they really want to go cheat, it's probably better that they do it early, right? You let them <laughs> be who they want to be. And if they, if that still works for you, it still works. Guys, another fallacy that we have, and I know this may go against, I know it goes against society, but our lives are like a book, right? There's chapters, there's pages that turn, there's books that close, there's new books that get opened. You know, we don't want to force something that isn't correct. You know what I mean? You want to be in it as a team. So I guess this, the moral of the story is if you love someone, set them free. And if they come back, then you've really got a relationship. What do you, when do you push through together? When do you fight for it versus when do you say, ah, uh, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't play this game anymore. I can't do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to walk. That's a great question. There are going to be times when it needs to be fought for. But when you're truly love someone and you love them, like you're like if the 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 thing I want you guys to grasp here is if you love someone, you should want what's best for them. Right? So if you know that you're not best for them, are you big enough to get out of their way? You know, they're just effing around because they want somebody different. Do you let them just keep coming back home? Well, does it continue to happen, right? If it continues to happen, you have to, this boundaries is a separate conversation here, right? Like we can talk about boundaries. That's how much you respect yourself. Like if you have certain boundaries of what you're willing to accept, yeah. then you're not happy, right? So you, you have to be willing to let that person, the, the, the giving of the freedom to the person is what makes them stay. That's the paradox. And as soon as you say you can't, they naturally want to. Yeah, Guys, 100%. you can you you can look at um, I don't know what example I want to use here, but when you restrict things, like for example, the sexual desire, we're talking about love. When you restrict uh, the desire of sex, like when you tell people it's bad, when you tell them they can't have it, you tell them not to do it. What do they do? They go. They turn to things like infidelity, pornography. And then, then rape goes up higher. There's certain states in this, in this, uh, in the United States where that's a real problem because there's so much pressure not to be that. So when you do that to your loved one, you're basically telling them every time they have a thought that it's unnatural and they shouldn't have it. And so what does that do? They resist it and the thought festers and grows. Guys, this is no different than what we do in the shift. You have these thoughts that come up. You have to process them, let them go through and, you know, maybe even exercise them if it's the right thing to do. But you, you know, you like, if you're truly in love, like if you're in, in a relationship and you're in love and you're not being, having boundaries put on you either, you're not going to want to do that stuff. That's a funny thing. Like it's giving the freedom that takes away the desire to do it. 
It's when you take the when you give them the rules, then it makes the desire fester. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And what I like about this this kind of the saying that I started off with, you don't get to choose how someone loves you, but you get to choose to participate or not. Boy, There's guys, the boundaries. just hearing that, it, yeah, and hearing that bring puts the power back on you. The power is always on you. We've talked about this in other podcasts, and you just choose. You know what? Thank you. I'm I'm choosing I'm choosing to not participate in this this love, uh, and that really yep. makes it that brings so much freedom. You know when you when you look at it this way. Yeah, and you can do that. You can say if you want to go be with the cowboy, go be with the cowboy. Like if that truly makes you happy, like ask yourself this: if you truly love someone, and you know that they want something else, well, do you, and you stop them? Is that love? it's not right so then you can set the boundaries you can decide okay well if that's what you want i have to personally ask you you know you have love for yourself too i mean it's it goes both ways man you have love for yourself too you're like okay well this is not a life that i can live but when that person leaves and maybe they go be with the cowboy we'll just keep using that example when that person leaves it's not like oh they did me wrong or oh they they cheated they lied no it's like Number one, thank you for showing me that you weren't the right person for me. That's how you approach that. Number two, thank you for all the experiences that, and all the reflections you gave me that helped me to learn who I was. Number three, thank you for helping me refine what I actually want because now I know what I really want. So every single person that comes into your life, whether it's the homeless person on the street that you walk past or it's the scholar that you learn from, Every single person brings you some sort of resistance that you can learn from. So these relationships, which that's what love is. It's just relationships, right? So with these relationships, they all offer you something. Maybe they're offering you a reflection of what you're doing wrong. We talked about how people repeat things. Like we can talk about the women that get battered, right? Which is horrible. They get battered and then they, what we find though, and I think most people, even if they don't study this, would know that they repeat that, right? So they'll have one husband that beats them up and drinks too much, and then their next guy's the same way. Why is that? Because they're resisting it so much, and they're putting rules on it. And they're like, I can do all this, but if this happens, you know, like they're making it such a taboo that it actually brings it alive in the other person, right? And they're actually drawing in that other person with that same energy as well. So guys, when you try really hard for something not to happen, it happens. Like that's, that is the shift, whatever you're focused on, whether you're focused on what you don't want very heavily, or you're focused on what you do want, either one's going to happen. The universe doesn't say, well, Christy thinks about someone cheating on her all the time. So, and I know she doesn't like it, so we'll make sure that doesn't happen. No, the universe says Christy visualizes cheating. Christy visualizes cheating. Christy visualizes cheating. Okay. Well then here it is. It'll even go out of its way to create the circumstance for it, which will make it happen. So that's why you don't put conditions on love. You don't put conditions on people at all. Hmm. And that's a that's a tough one for people to grasp. You put and, boundaries. Yeah. Right? I don't know if I ever told you this. I might have told you this story, but we have a rebel. And I won't say her name because most of you guys out there know her. And she and her husband decided to take their life back and get healthy uh, through real food, water, and sleep using the Code Red lifestyle. 
and their daughter and their they have an adult daughter who's got kids. So these guys have grandkids and their adult daughter was so angry with them. And I don't really I think there are a lot of other problems here that you'll quickly pick up on here when I say this. But um, she was so angry that my client and her husband got healthy that she as a punishment, she refused to let them see their grandkids. And so uh, and it was wow. awful. I mean, I just can't I can't even wrap my head around this. I'm just like I mean, I have a lot of words I can say right now, but. Uh, and so my client and her husband stood firm and and said, you know what, we're not going back to our old ways. You know, we choose to not participate in this uh, this toxic relationship if this is the way you're going to act, you know, or, or however they said it. Um, boy, yeah. I mean, you choose to not participate. You choose ultimately. You choose, guys. I think that's really hard for people to wrap their head around. Yeah, and if you love someone too, and they're doing something wrong. You don't want to condone that. Like, right. what is true love? Like, guys, this is just following your heart and letting other people follow theirs. I mean, that's really what this comes down to. And what's weird about this is it sounds so like it's so in your face, right? Based on what we're used to. It's like, what are you saying? I'm supposed to just put no conditions on my relation or no conditions on this other person. You have your own conditions, but your conditions on the other person, you have your own boundaries right? But conditions on the other person, I'm not supposed to tell them that they can't do this, they can't do that. That's exactly what I'm saying. But what is hard to understand here is that by doing so, the desire to, to do it goes away. Because what you're showing them is unconditional love. Like guys, let, let's just talk about unconditional love for a minute. Like we throw that around like, you know, my love for my wife or my love for my husband is unconditional. No, it's not. True unconditional love is irresistible. Like if you unconditionally love someone, they would never leave for a cowboy. They would just be like, you kidding me? This person makes me feel so good and loves me no matter what. Like I could not. So my point is, is what you're trying to avoid, you actually create. And when you don't try to avoid it and instead you just give, you flow unconditional love to that person it works exactly the opposite guys we can take this to a, a lot simpler thing like like if you're in the dating realm and you are um girls know this like women know this like if you go after someone hard like you you're like trying to get them they don't want you and if you if you don't want them and you're just like i love you i support you but whatever you want to do then they're like I want that person now, right? So guys, it's energy flow. What you resist persists. And when you set that person free and they'll come back to you, unless it wasn't the right thing in the first place, which then you should be grateful anyways, because you have been big enough to move through that moment in your life. I mean, as relationships end, I'm sorry, but relationships end. And I've seen too many times where people have stayed together when it's caused more pain to the children, to all kinds of different, you know, to, to them, it's basically cost them a lifetime, right? So relationships do end, but if you really want, I'm not saying that you should just fly by the seat of your pants and follow every desire and go hang out with every hot person you see. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you give your loved one the freedom to be whoever they want to be and become their highest and best self, that giving that to that person is the best thing you could possibly give them. And they will recognize that over time. 
right? And if they recognize it in time for you to have them not have crossed your boundaries and you still want to be with them, then that door is open. And you, once they experience that and come back, they're never even going to leave. So we'll go back to the bird. Now you got the bird. It comes back to the quote unquote cage, which is the home or the relationship, but the door's open. The door's always open. You're free to fly. Well, I'm free to fly. That means I want to stay. Oh, the door's closed. Now I want to leave. It's so simple. I can tell you that people just don't talk about this stuff. I have yeah. never heard this talked about before I met you. I've never, and and yet I felt most of it. And I, and I thought I was crazy and I thought yeah. I was broken and I thought something was wrong with me. And I might, I am still broken. I'm still, there well, are, we still all are lots of things wrong with me, you know, that I'm working on, but I, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I know that I, that hearing that there's something, there's, I was on to something a, a little bit about kind of what I was thinking, not putting it, not putting people in boxes so much and putting, putting these labels on people and limiting them to certain things. And now you got a bunch of unhappy, unhappy people that were, were married. Gosh, dang it. You know, and yeah. like, you're, you better be happy. You know, we would, people like talk about fighting all the way to church. And then as soon as they get to the church, like, hello, and, and they're all <laughs> acting happy and perfect. And, and yet you're, you're just cursing this guy under your breath in the middle of church. You know, it's, it's just like, it's just so fake. And I'm done with fake. I'm done with doing what society has tried to brainwash us into believing. Yeah. And if guys, let's, let's think about this from the end. Uh, it reminds me of, you know, choosing your heart, right? It's like the goal here for most people is to be in a long-term relationship. I think most people want that, right? And if that's truly what you want, let's talk about the way to have that. That's the way to have it is by doing what I'm telling you in this podcast. Like that is the way to have it. Go back to grade school when you acted like you liked the girl and she wouldn't talk to you because you were overbearing. And then when you didn't act like you liked her, she started looking at you. Guys, it's the same thing. So when you look at the end goal, the end goal is you want fidelity, you want you want commitment, you want to build a life, you want to build a family. The ultimate way to do that, the more successful way statistically, is to do it with unconditional love and to let that person be whatever kind, kind of flower they want to become. Let them bloom however they want to bloom. And if that bloom or their vine takes them away from you, let that go because you just try to hold on to it and it's it's going to force a square into a circle. It doesn't work, right? It just doesn't work. So when your goal is to be happy and to have a long-term relationship and to build a family, this is much more successful than the other way of setting all the rules and being conditional. Because it comes back to this, like, you know, we've all felt love in a very deep way. To where you're just like, you're just enamored by somebody. You're just like, oh my gosh, like I would literally do anything they want. Like, because I feel so strongly about them. And when you feel that, like, you know that it's real. Like, you know that it's real. So what does that mean though? Does that mean that it should mean that you are willing to do anything and you're willing to let them be whoever they want to become? But what happens is, and why do we do this? We do it because of fear. It feels so good that you're like, okay, your reactive mind starts to say, okay, what if I lose it? I better not let her go to the gym wearing those clothes. I better not let her be on Instagram the way that she wants to be. I better not let her, because why are you doing that? You're doing that because you're afraid, you're insecure, 
And now you're trying to control who she is so that you don't lose. Right. So if you look at the whole picture, it's it's silly when you could just say, be whoever you want to be. And you know why I want you to be whoever you want to be? Because I want to see it. And I want you to not feel pulled back. I, I don't want you to feel like I am hindering you in any way. And I want to see who you become. And you're either going to grow really, really close or you're going to separate because that's what was supposed to happen. Mm. This is definitely a hard one for people to wrap their head around for sure. A brand new concept for a lot of you guys have never heard anything like this. So pulling it back around to, to my rebels, I know that with this lifestyle change that they've had to make to get healthy, they have mm -hmm. had to um, take a look at, you know, we talk about in the 10 pound takedown, we talk about clean out your friends list, clean out your newsfeed. And it, and it has to do with cleaning out your inner circle of people too. And there are people who just their, their way of loving you just doesn't line up with your way of life in, and you can choose to not participate in that love. And that, oh my gosh, like they, they really have a hard time with this, Brad. They have a hard time. Like, um, you know, not, I told them, don't be a jerk about it. Don't be like, let me tell you something, people, and make a big announcement about it and, and right. uh, make a big deal. But taking, removing yourself from these relationships that just don't serve you and that don't serve your new life and your new purpose really is hard for them. Yeah, well, let's talk about another huge aspect here. This doesn't mean that sometimes it means you just have to get a divorce or leave the or leave. Sometimes it means that, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have to mean that. And the way the one thing that we haven't talked about at all here is communication, right? And so it's when you actually expl express to your partner, I want to be healthy. I want to keep the cupboard clear of this stuff. This is the lifestyle that I've tried the other lifestyle. I've tried being overweight. I've tried eating whenever I want. I've tried having this, all this food that you like to eat and it makes me sick. It makes me less of a person and it makes me not feel good. It makes me less of a mother. And I know for myself that I must have this. I really want you to support me, but if you can't, you're going to put me in a very tough position because this is the new life that I choose. And then you can encourage them to come along with you. And when you have that communication and it's not like, you know, one conversation, okay, I'm in. Like it's communication and you show them what you're basically showing them is your boundaries. You're saying, look, if I can't be light fully turned on by being at my ideal weight around you, like if you're going to take away my life, make me die 10 years earlier of diabetes, just because you won't support this, then my life is actually more important than this relationship. And when you can communicate that correctly, that person will see the gravity of it. And you'll find out what their love really is. Because if they loved you, they would truly support that. And maybe they just need that, that calling. They need that knock on the door, that, you know, that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for when you're like, you, you, that reckoning call, right? They need to yeah, actually. Coming to Jesus meeting. Yeah, exactly. And they need, they need to understand that this is who I am now. Because guys, again, it's painful to be overweight it's painful and it's it's not setting a good example so there's all these reasons we don't have to go into that because chrissy talks about that all the time but if your loved one doesn't support you in that you need to set your boundaries and it doesn't have to be just about weight loss i mean it's about whatever it is because if they truly loved you this is really the ultimate question if they truly loved you and they knew that you were doing this for the right reasons 
then why wouldn't they support you? Because, Brad, they've watched the person fail. If I'm playing devil's advocate, they've watched their partner fail over and over and over and over, and they right. don't trust them. They don't trust them. They're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, Karen, another failed gimmick. And I'm supposed to well, trust you on this? I'm supposed to come behind you again on this and let you waste family money on another bullcrap diet that you're going to fail? It's a horrible thing for me to even say out loud, but this is what they're saying, Brad. All right. Well, have you ever heard the term misery loves company? Of course. So that's like your old drinking buddies that try to get you to go out the night before your job interview. Yeah. Like, Ooh. guys, we, we, what we're talking about here is dark energies. And some people just aren't willing to leave those energies. And if that person's like, well, if I can't get wasted with you every night, then, you know, you're not that good of a person. Come on, just come. You've tried this. Like, that's the darkness in that person talking to you. You're trying to be the light. Like, you need to let that person know that I'm going to the, to the north. I'm going to the light. And if you want to stay in the dark, then I'm out. Hmm. Because, guys, this is this is your one chance, man. I mean, you have to, it's interesting because people do that all the time. That's why people hate on rich people mm. because rich people make them think about all the things that they're not doing. Right. I mean, there are some rich people that are assholes, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But my point is, is that misery loves company. So be aware of the crab in the bucket. You've got five crabs, one crab in the bucket. You can crawl right out. You got four crabs. They'll pull them back down. Why do they pull you back down? And they don't see this, by the way, guys. They're it's not like they're consciously like, I gotta keep her at my level. Well, some controlling narcissistics may, but instead of they don't actually think about it, they just think that basically what they're thinking at a subconscious level is they're like, if she gets her shit together, then I have to get my shit together. Mm -hmm. And if she, if she gets her shit together, then I have to confront my demons. And I I'm too scared. I'm too big of a wuss to actually confront. We've talked about that in other podcasts. How long will you run? This person wants to keep running and you want to face the music so your life gets better. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. And you just have to decide. I mean, if people are going to bring darkness into your life, you know, there's different forms of darkness. You know, maybe maybe you decide that you want to be able to drink a glass of wine every night. Okay, well, what are your boundaries? Like, what are you trying to do with your life? How much pain does it bring you? And if it brings you enough pain and that person doesn't support you, they don't love you. Sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it is hard to accept the fact that um, there's just some people that are just going to love you in a certain way. And there's just nothing you could do about it. Like this is conditional. Yeah, it is conditional. Right. But but yeah. And, and this is the way that they're going to love you. This is it right here. This is what you got. And so you do have to I don't know. I mean, depending on how how much do you want to put it? How much do you want to keep trying? How much do you want to keep working on it? Um, I know I gave it 10 years and it didn't get but it just got worse. And I mean, at that point, I'm just like, dude, I got to do something here. This is, I'm not getting any younger. Nope. This is just, I'm, I'm miserable. And, you know, I'm going to walk. I'm going to, I'm going to walk and I'm going to make some changes. And I'm not saying that everybody, yeah, some, I am saying sometimes you need to walk and sometimes you need to make drastic changes, uh, definitely for yourself. But you got to realize that you can't, it's just, it's none of your business what they think about you. And it's none of your, it's none of your business. This is, this is, it is what it is. This is what they're giving you. This is it right here. D does it, does it go along with what you want in your future or not? But maybe I'm making it too simple, but yes or no, and then make a move. Well, communicate is the one thing we, we added to that, right? So communicate yes. it very clearly. 
and then stay to your boundaries. If 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 he's like, oh, is this another one of your fat loss diets, Karen, or whatever? And and maybe he's right. You know, like maybe you have done that a few times. Well, the bottom line is, is that you have boundaries, right? So if your boundaries are, if you know you can't overcome it, then maybe he's right, and maybe you will be back, and maybe you will be comfortable there, or you'll or you'll decide to stay there. But if you truly want to level up, then you just need to communicate that. And if you're really ready to level up this time, whether that's weight loss or, you know, another thing that we see a lot of times with couples is one of them's ambitious and the other one isn't, right? That's a problem. Like sometimes people will just get to where they are and they'll just say, I'm cool making 40 grand and working for a, a retirement for the rest of my life. I don't even want to leave this city. The other person's like, I want to go do stuff, man. So that's a problem. So, so you communicate who you are and then you communicate what you want to do and make sure you're in alignment with yourself. And then you, you know, we, another variable we have here is time. Like you're, you're learning, like I've tried not to do this. I've tried not to be, you know, I've tried, I've, I've felt the pain of being overweight for too long and I've, and I know it hurts and I know I don't want to do it like over time. And you see that then eventually, you know, the pain what does Tony Robbins say? Like what creates change when you have enough pain to actually where the pain outweighs the uncomfortableness of making the change. So if you're there and you do that and that person doesn't support you, do they love you? That's a serious mm. question. Bottom do line. they love you? Do they really love you? And yep. then if, if the answer is no, well then do you love yourself if you mm. stay with them? Mm. There you go. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> You got to take a yeah. good, long, hard look in the mirror and ask yourself that. Ooh, that's uncomfortable. That's a tough one. And then the the other thing, too, is, you know, why do you stay? I mean, sometimes there's a good reason, like children. Like, that couldn't be, that's definitely an influence, right? That's that's something that the couple needs to talk about. And sometimes staying together can be worse for the children, by the way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes separating can be worse for them, too. So why do you stay? And you just have to decide one of the things that's that's in our minds is, and I want you guys to be aware of this that are listening to this, is a lot of this stay no matter what is conditioned upon you and not always the right thing to do. So this whole, you know, love is forever, marriage is forever, it can be. But does that mean it is every time at the cost of your life, of your future, of your children's watching you by example and then their life's the same way like what ripples are you causing like is it really right to stay and the question you have to ask is am i staying just because my church says i should stay oh mm. <laughs> right or because the state says i should stay Ooh. or because that's cultural stuff guys and that stuff is bullshit most of it yeah. I mean, oh, you're afraid the embarrassment, the embarrassment of friends and family and society yeah. uh, watching you fail again. 100%. Yeah, that's a it's a tough one. So it's a it's a lot of stuff to unpack here. Uh, you know, and it, and it comes back. Let's take it back to the beginning. I mean, it comes back to if your partner truly cares about you, they're going to want what's best for you. And if you have a solidified reason for knowing what's best for you, probably because you failed a few times at it and you're, you realize that the pain, you don't want it anymore. 
I mean, that's really what this comes down to. That's that's probably why you left, right, Chrissy? The pain, you know, we don't have to go into the details, but the pain of, you know, you not being yourself or you not being able to be yourself, that it's it's the pain of that. Like someone trying to make you something you're not by keeping the door shut on the birdcage. Like, imagine, you know, I, I guess we can use Christy as an example. Imagine if they would have said, go be whoever you want to be. I freaking support you. Well, that would have been a whole different story, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you can see Christy doesn't want to talk too much about that. <laughs> you probably <laughs> sense that. You probably sense the... <laughs> yeah, so, and that's... That's that's fine. I mean, it is personal and we don't need to get personal, but you know, I just want you guys to be aware that there's social constructs that aren't always for your best. Okay. Ultimately, this is not just about being selfish and being the right thing for you, but it's also guys, <laughs> when you're enabling a bad relationship, you're also keeping the other person trapped. Mm. Think about that for a minute. If you like people talk about narcissism, well, did you know you can't have a narcissist unless you have an enabler? Because mm. <laughs> a, a narcissist has to have someone to, to control. So whose fault is it really anyways? Yeah. I mean, the guy shouldn't be an asshole, but if you're sitting there and taking it, like, so what I'm saying is sometimes by you leaving, you're actually forcing that other person to spiritually evolve as well. Yeah. And when you stay, you're enabling them to stay small and to play with that dark energy and just never progress in their life. So you're actually, even though it hurts, you're actually doing the right thing for the person you're leaving sometimes as well. I know that's a total flip for a lot of people. Yeah. Wow. So many things, so many things to talk about, so many things to unpack and and so many things to think about. And I know that I'm having to come face to face with my own bullcrap and my own uh, my own lifetime of lies and lifetime of um, hiding and lifetime of uh, avoiding and um, just my desire to not repeat is stronger than the uncomfortableness that I'm going through facing it because yep. I'm just like I refuse I will I refuse to run and hide from this I am I'm gonna do the hard work and. Um, guys, we just encourage you to do the hard work and, and realize that I don't remember now, now I got to go back to listen to the first part of this podcast to figure out what I was going to take, what I was going to name it. I was going to name it. I think I was going <laughs> to, you can't choose how, <laughs> you how can't someone choose, loves you. Yeah. How someone loves you. Something like that. Maybe I'll, who knows what I'll name it. I'll probably sit here and think, huh, maybe I'll name it something else. Yeah. I, I want to close, cl kind of close out with this. I mean, guys, we've talked about this before, I think on this podcast, but when you're expanding as a human and you're raising your vibration and you're raising your frequency, I know those are terms that a lot of people aren't used to, but when you're actually making your life better, whether that's learning new things or getting more fit, that's when you're your happiest. And when you're contracting, that's when you feel depressed, right? And there's no status quo. Like it can seem status quo, but you're always expanding or contracting because the one thing that is certain in this universe is constant change. So we want to evolve as a human and we, we we need to grow as we go through life. We need to learn. We need to evolve. And if your evolution, you feel the reason you know you need to evolve is because you you can't handle the pain anymore. I think Christy was just alluding to that. She's like, I just decided I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. And that's your higher self saying it's time to evolve. 
And if you don't do that, you're actually going to be contracting again. You're going to be depressed. So ultimately, this comes down to you growing as a person and having someone that supports that in your life. And if they don't, communicate to them. And if they still don't, you need to make a decision. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. We love you guys and we support you and we're here for you. You know, you can find Brad mostly on Instagram, right? Right, Brad? Yeah. So 21dayshift.com. A lot of you guys know about that. You can also find me at one Brad Pickett on Instagram. And yeah, you'll be seeing a lot more of us as we conquer the internet with our message. (laughs) (laughs) And I know Brad's going to make fun of my flannel shirt. I'm here at the cabin. I'm here at the cabin. This is my cabin attire. I was going to before we started the podcast, but now that you bring it up on the podcast. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Let's hear it. (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure it's probably in style, but it's I don't know. It's just, it's too country. Is it too country? I mean, I I can't believe you're putting me on the spot. You have, (laughs) you have like so many cute outfits and then every now and then you just pull out the flannel shirt. (laughs) (laughs) What you would say, I love it. And the ball cap and the ball cap. Hey, who knows? You guys, we hope you have a good one. We'll see you on the 21 day ship. We'll see you on rebel weight loss and lifestyle. We'll see you on the 10 pound takedown. We'll see you on Instagram. We're all over the place. Please connect with us. We want to be there for you. We want to help you through what you're going through. Brad and I together have been through a lot of stuff in our lives. We're right around the same age. We've gone through a ton of things. We've traveled the world. We've gone through relationships. We've gone through all family issues. We know a lot about what you guys, a lot of you guys are going through and you know, we can relate and we can help you through it. So hit us up if you need something until that, until next time, take care. Thank you so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you are looking for some hardcore accountability to get and keep this weight off, look no further because I've got VIP connection. This is the ultimate connection to me just short of me sleeping on your couch. You're going to get three daily messages from me in real time directly to you. You're going to submit your weight every Friday. We're going to go over it in a weekly meeting on Sunday nights, and I'm going to give you feedback. You'll have access to a monthly VIP breakfast with me and Boise, a monthly VIP supplement box, access to any workshop, any PDF promo that I hold for that month. You'll have access to the ringside membership. And best of all, you'll have a fully customized nutrition program written just for you. We're talking about over $3,000 total value for $3.97 a month. And you can cancel anytime. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash VIP to check that out.